Hey, this is Carleone. And this is Logan. And you're listening to The Manifest. And this is our newest episode. Nice uh, catalog of pictures. Oh nice yeah, catalog. to to pick the the photo. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what professionals do. Yeah. Um, what's up, everybody? This is Logan. And this is Carl. And I almost missed that. Hold on, I, I almost oh, missed that. Okay, let's let's say it again. Ready? No, no, no. That's it's fine. Oh. I just realized that I almost missed because I'm used to. You used to go. Yeah, yeah. No. I think you've yeah. gone first every time <laughs> since we had the podcast. <laughs> I think so. That's probably that, true. That felt a little unnatural for me. A little bit, yeah, yeah. It's gonna, okay. It's all, we're gonna it's throw okay. a lot of people off in this episode. Yeah, for right? sure. A little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> this is not what I'm used to." Right. Um. Well. Uh. So we're here. We got a special guest today. Um. Carissa Waters. Uh. We are very excited about this interview. Uh. She's a good friend of, good friend of mine, and um. And, uh, you know, we we've we've known each other for how long? Like long, man. I, I feel I like I year. feel like it's been a long time, but it's really only it's been about a year. Yeah, huh? I'd say so. Been about a year, but um, we want to start off with how we start every episode. Uh, how was your week, man? Uh, it's pretty good so far. Um, a lot of stuff at the lab to do, kind of up and down, busy then not busy sometimes, because we just started. Uh, well, school just really got into motion for people at UCR mm. and so that's when we end up getting a lot of participants for our, our study and um, like so we worked all summer or well, this is actually like a three-year project but I wasn't there mm. for the first uh, two years but anyway so it was like a three-year project and then we worked all summer to get it right and then um, we only ran it for one week because mm. we got enough participants within the first week to just be done with it. Normally, oh, wow. it spans over a few weeks, but yeah. then we end up getting like 40 people to sign up for oh, wow. the experiment. So wow. um, we'll have to find out what, you know, stuff to do next week. But um, but yeah, it's been yeah. going good so far. That's, That's actually cool. a good thing. Yeah. Because normally people don't sign up right away. All right. So like at UCR, if you're a psych student within the lower division stuff, mm-hmm. uh, they require you to take, to do some type of experiment, um, uh, research stuff mm-hmm. for a grade basically in the I class. Like yeah, mm. it's horrible. Oh, you didn't know that? I had to take that. I had to oh, that. you did. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, so they do that, and uh, so now we're getting like all the people who are required to come in. But these are the smart kids, the ones that want to get it out of the way right away. Yeah. Unlike me, I was a kid who waited to the very end. But anyway, yeah, it's been going good, man. And then mm-hmm. uh, we had uh, so well actually tonight we have choir practice. Mm-hmm. So that'll be cool. In musician practice. Uh, in musician practice. And uh, we're excited. Uh, you went to the building yeah, this I week. Yeah, did, I did. I went to the building today. Yeah. Um, checked on some stuff. We just about got all of the carpet in. Probably going to be done with carpet tomorrow, which is very exciting. We are very... I'm I'm excited. Like, going and seeing the progress yeah. is exciting, bro. Right. It is very exciting. But, um, you know, we're inching closer. And, uh, you know, hopefully... Lord willing, we'll be in there within the next few weeks, and um, you know, just taking it one day at a time. It's it's, it's very exciting, but yeah, yeah, we're we're ready to be in there for sure. Yeah. But yeah, how was your week besides that? Uh, my week was good. It's, it's chill. Uh, this is my my last week at my current job, and uh, my last day is tomorrow, and uh, starting a new job next week. So that's exciting. Hey. A little, little awesome. bit, little bit more money, a little bit better position. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be good stuff. It's very exciting. That's awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, God is good. God is good. But cool. um, anyways, uh, if we want to jump into it, I'll let you I'll let you take the first question, Carl. All right. Um, and so I met I guess I met Carissa. Um, well, I hadn't affi- I hadn't actually met you until like, what, a few months ago. Yeah. And like summer we, session at UCR. we yeah, we randomly yeah. saw each other. Uh, and I was because like he we thought had, he thought you were someone else. He thought I was Brianna Baker. Yeah. Okay. Which okay. I'm so, totally so that was a few. Her. Yeah. That was she a few weeks you. before that. Though. <laughs> yeah. That was a yeah. few weeks before that, right? Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was her because I because I, I had I guess I had um, I had hit you on Instagram and when I found out you go, we went to the same school and then we got to chatting on there and then Logan was like oh yeah I know her she's super dope cool 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 uh, there's some like. Uh, project that she wants to like that she wants to do and then we right. ended up talking about that and then so yeah um and then randomly i met you on, we, had, we had been planning to all go out and have coffee or something mm-hmm. and then i randomly saw you on campus like walking to class and i was walking no we were walking the same way yeah Where we? we're walking from the parking lot and then i remember getting a text message from you or like a dm on instagram like hey, yeah. are you in the library right now and i was like at home i was like yeah no. yeah but that was... yeah and then he honked us. <laughs> i was yeah. walking to lab today i had chem lab today and all of a sudden i hear uh-uh, and then it's literally him yeah i saw her today that's today. great yeah. we parked <clears> in the <throat> same parking lot and um and uh what so yeah you had did your lab start at 11 30 okay yeah. yeah that's on my my whoa uh, is that an actual lab or are you a research assistant? No, it's chem lab. It Got it. It's not anything I would want to do. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. Cold world. Um, no, nah, yeah. Me neither. Uh, but yeah, so, and then we, we, we actually met up, all three of us, a few, like, weeks ago. Maybe yeah, like a month a ago. weeks ago, yeah. That was bomb. That was yeah, really yeah that was really that cool. That coffee was bomb. That First affogato all, was fire. Yes. Even though I messed it up, You Even though you bomb. spilled half of it. It oh, yeah. was so good. It was bomb. It was really definitely good spilled coffee. half of it. Place was really bomb. Yeah, and then she finally uh, tasted her first uh, Popeyes, and we, oh, we, we, we baptized oh, her, you know. In the spirit. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Definitely. That was cool. And then... Honestly, that felt like that conversation that we had in the coffee shop should have been our first podcast <laughs> really? together. Like really? we just it was, was it was deep. It was, just, it was cool. We were in the vein, like it just definitely flowed. it really yeah. did. That would have yeah. been a long podcast, but that would have been oh, tight. Yeah. Definitely, it was really yep. good. But um, anyway, so Carissa, we know a little bit about you, but the people who are listening probably don't. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Right. So um, my name is Carissa. I actually live in Temecula, California, so it's kind of like a little bit north of San Diego. So. Um, I go to school. I'm a psychology major studying pre-med at UCR with um, Carl. I go to Brother Walker. Well, that, well, well, I, I, just, I just graduated, so, you know. Okay, well, oh, yeah. You know, your boy yeah. is done. I, I'm, I'm, you know oh, what I'm saying? Here. I'm only there to be a research assistant, you know what I'm saying? Okay, Not Carl's just something great. like you're so You're so cool, <laughs> like your visor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. For everyone listening, I have a visor that says cool on it. Yeah, so cool, well, yeah, so I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm continue. sorry. Go ahead. You're good. You're good. Um, yeah, so I go to Brother Douglas Walker's church in Ukaipa. So I have a lot of mileage on my car. I definitely good do times. my fair share. Yeah, it's good a lot of times. podcasts in the yeah. car, a lot, of, a lot about that. Yeah. Um, I've actually been living for God like hardcore the last four and a half years. I got baptized um, at Brother Walker's. I actually got the Holy Ghost at Brother Buxton's um, five years ago. And God just been good. I am the only one in my whole house that's living for God. So I come from a very highly educated background. My mom is a doctor. So 
Um, that definitely plays a role in just how my life has unfolded and even in the particulars of how God has to make his way through my mom and everything. Just it's got to appeal to that side of her. So um, love my family, grateful for them, but there's definitely that division. And I think that's kind of what we're going to talk about today, just finding that rhythm and that balance for living for God, despite, you know, mm -hmm. those different pieces of it. So, but yeah, yeah I'm 21. I am living for God and I, I love surfing. I, uh, surfing rad. Yeah, surfing, that's my thing. Yeah. Play guitar a little bit, but um, I am actually sing a little ministry. bit too. Yeah, I, she can sing. I sing a little she bit. Yeah, yeah. I, sing yeah. a little bit. I saw a video on Instagram. Hey. Oh, I was yeah. like, okay, <laughs> all right now. Okay. Um, yeah, God's good. I'm on the music team of my church, and I'm starting to teach my own class pretty soon with the um, young adults. So, hey. yeah, God's good. good stuff. Like, wow. like Bible study type stuff, or like, uh, yeah. So I'll be teaching every Sunday morning. Um before service starts i'll be teaching my own class to the so 13th. like the sunday school things pretty much but oh. it's for it's for yeah like 13 to 18 year olds cool. it might expand up i'm not totally oh. sure on the logistics of it but yeah that's cool. that'd be cool that's yeah. very exciting it's good that's stuff yeah cool. Cool, cool. um so you know you did mention stuff about um your family and being um i mean you're not you're not what they would call like um a, a lifer you know what i'm saying being in yeah. been in church your whole life right. um you could yeah, you could get to that point you know what i'm saying you could say that you know once you once your time is done and you serve god for the majority of your life you know what i'm saying you can become a lifer um in that sense but that is an interesting perspective um and so i kind of when we were writing like the questions for this i guess like our main like what we wanted to know from you was like like how do you balance your you know familiar relationships with church because you like you said you're the only one right that that does go to church in your family so um honestly it's it's definitely been the hardest thing i've ever done um it's not impossible like the whole story and how god even situated my life to that like breaking point where i got the holy ghost and i just totally dropped my phone no you're good <laughs> <laughs> and um when i just started living for god god made it there were so many intrinsic things that happened beforehand and so i was definitely ready at that point um and I think just keeping like, and this is sort of like a subtype of, of people that are like lifers and stuff. A lot of them have to come to that real moment of like, you know what, he's real to me. He wasn't just real for my grandparents or he wasn't just real for my parents. It's like that moment where you, you see God face to face type of thing. Definitely. And so yeah. um, I had to come to that and it's not impossible. It's definitely, like I said, been the hardest thing that I've done, but it's just given me every ounce of momentum I'd ever need. So um, as far as that goes with my family, it's definitely caused a lot of division. And there's even Bible for that. You know what I mean? Like there's scriptures that talk about like, I'm going to set the mom against, you know what I mean? Like, however that it's worded, it's just telling you like, God's not coming here to make every situation peaceful. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. he would love to, but when the rubber meets the road, like it comes down to like how intentional you are and where is your affection set. So for sure, yeah. for me, like when I dived into God, I dove in hardcore, like worshiped with all my heart. I was the first one there, last one to leave in my heart. You know what I mean? And I was just locked in because it was like the first moment. Like I, I had like, I never like gone to parties or anything when I was living in the world, but I was like 15 when I came in 16. Like I had gotten a fair taste of this world. Like, mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. There's things in this life that I've done that I wouldn't even tell a human being, but like anyone can say that, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. So as far as it came from with my family, like I had been like banned from going to this church, like 
several times like it's been it's been a real rocker but um God's just God's made it roll out my family's actually um every once in a while they'll go to like a Pentecostal church and stuff so um for all intents of purposes they're not in the apostolic faith but what I really did is I just set that dividing line like for me it just wasn't a question there was a lot of of ifs and what's going to happen here and there but I just drew that line in the sand and the first thing that I would say to anyone going through a situation like this is you don't have to defend yourself with what you say like Mm. that was something that I didn't understand right off the bat like I was so exuberant about what I had found that I I was just fighting for my life like I was like I'm going I I, you know what I didn't even have a car back then my church was an hour away and God just made it happen Mm. like it really just all worked out so um my family has just like learned through this like we know on Sundays she's not available. We're not right, going to yeah. throw family parties on a Sunday because yeah. this girl is, you know, at music practice or at tag and ministry meetings. She's at church and then we normally have like night services. So they just kind of understand like not through something that I say, but just like because from the beginning, like my parents were like, oh, cool. My daughter's in a cult. This is awesome. I love this. Like, you know, <laughs> that was like what they said. They're like, you're going to turn into a minion like this isn't real and whatever. And why are you not cutting your hair and why are you wearing that now and why are you why are you doing all of this but it was just so real to me it was like I walked into this church and I was like this is it like I just I just knew right out the gate so Mm -hmm. but now it it just comes down to like they just respect it and it wasn't anything that I had to like say Mm -hmm. and I think that that is something that shows a Christian character and shows the validity of God more than anything is like paying your dues to like I'm going to be there Wednesday night for service or Tuesday night whenever y'all have services. But I think it's just putting in that effort of like, you know where I'm going to be. My family knows at the end of the day, I'm either like at the gym or I'm at, I'm praying. Like I, we have a clinic and stuff. So I prayed the clinic and whatever. So I think just like drawing that dividing line between like, I don't do this and I don't do that. And it, it causes so much tension. It causes so much um, disorientation and everything like that because there are not shared beliefs and they're not going to understand everything that you're saying. They're not going to understand why you don't want to go on a family vacation to Cancun. They're not going to understand why you're choosing not to do certain things, but it's just, you just got to keep going. And I think that's what like paves the road more than anything. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I feel that I like, this is, this is a lot of the same kind of conversation that we had when we were at the coffee shop. Right. Like I, I definitely, I, I know where you're coming from. Um, in a lot of ways, not, not every family, um, and not everybody does understand this, but, um, you know, there are, there are a select few that even, even if they aren't, uh, necessarily first generation, uh, Pentecostals, even if they are like second or third generation, they can have family that is backslidden or, or whatever the case. And that's like my case, but, you know, I think, um, I definitely understand, you know, the front that you're coming from in the sense that you know, it, it can be very, very difficult, but I think as long as you keep faithful to God and you, you, um, you just set your eyes and set your heart on him, he will make your path clear. Right. He will. And he will, um, you know, he will, he will guide you every step of the way and he's going to, you know, he's going to help you out and everything that you need help with, you know, you don't have a ride, God will provide. Yeah. And that's true. if you don't have it in no matter what it is, um, I, I really, I really am passionate about this subject because I know that this is something like this is something that I relate to and this is something yeah. that I that I've that I've had to that I've had to deal with and you know in a lot of cases it may not even be 
um, as extreme as, as some other people's cases or or in even in your cases yeah. banning uh, banning you from going to the church but I have had my struggles in a lot of ways right. I have had my struggles <clears throat> in a lot of ways because it is it is a struggle I think it already is a struggle to to um, to try to live this Christian faith and and live uh, live in this truth um, in this day and age in this century and in this generation that we live in but um, you know, for, for the select few who have to do it in this way, um, I feel for them. I feel yeah. for them. And for those who are, who are going through that, this, this podcast is for you. This, this episode is for right. you guys, kids. Right. This is, this is definitely something that's close to my heart. And I know it's close that's to yours, true. Carissa. Yeah. Um, but, um, anyways, I think, I think my next question or our next question would be, what would be some advice that you have for, uh, for somebody going through this? going through something similar to, to you and or to me and you or whatever the case may be, um, what would you say to somebody if they, right. if they came to you talking about it? Um, this is something that it's just been like kind of stirring in my heart and my own <clears throat> prayer life and walk with God right now is just living intentionally. Like that doesn't mean you have to be like the loudest one there, you know what I mean? But, and this is like a little example, but um the gospels they all have like that beast that they like resemble you remember reading that it was like Mm -hmm. luke is like the ox and then there's the lion there's the human there's like the eagle Mm -hmm. and so when you start looking into luke um he resembles the oxen and it just it just like if you look at all the different gospels he's like the one that was just like the sure-footed you know what i mean like oxen are not the raging lion they're not the loudest ones there they're not you know what i mean like that's not even what i aspire to be Like, if I could be anything, like, I would want to be the oxen that's just like, you know what? Like, I'm still going to be here. Come rain, shine, whatever else, like, I'm still going to be here plowing the field. Mm. And so that's what I've taken my approach on is just making sure, like, that my foundation is steady. Like, I'm just trying to make sure-footed steps. And so as far as that goes, like, you just got to be, like, dead set intentional in your worship. Because that is, like, the central being of what makes you stand. Mm-hmm. And I've had to learn what true joy is. Like I, I remember last year, um, and this is definitely more personal, but um, I have a little brother that has brain cancer and last year he tried to commit suicide and I, I literally left my parents home. Like I, I went out to go um, live closer to my church and stuff and I was living in literally a trailer at this point. Like that's pretty low, you know what I mean? As yeah. like a 20 year old, yeah. you know, young girl and stuff, but it was just real. Like I was at that church praying every single night. Like my family would not talk to me at that point. Like it was just a really brutal place. But like I would literally go to the church at night till like 11 or 12. I'm not even saying like I have this extravagant prayer life, but it was like, Lord, if I don't get a glimpse of you, like yeah, you're all I have, you know, and I was I was teaching like two Bible studies during that time. So even though my life was really like rocky and messy, there's still that element of grace. And so mm-hmm. I honestly... This is definitely not spiritual, but I just like resemble my life to like a hot mess. It's not super elegant. It's not super, super graceful, but there is that grace in it. You know what I mean? Like I don't have it all together, but I'm 21. You know what I mean? And I'm living yeah. for God and I'm, I'm worshiping with my whole heart. Um, but as far as that goes, like things that I've really learned with all of this is just building my life on an altar. Like I, I told God, you know, I, I was reading in Psalms, I think it is in, David was saying, um, basically, I'm taking like laps around the altar, 
Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like making a circumference around the altar and stuff. And that hit me because I was like, man, the last thing I want to do is make like repetitive sins and be stuck in some mm-hmm. cycle. Yeah. Like how do I get myself, God, to a place where I'm not bound by anything but you? Yeah. And so that was a big deal for me because when you're living on your own for God, there's no safety net. Like it comes down to those intense, intimate moments. You know what I mean? It comes down to those smallest decisions. And I think like living for God in the grand scheme of things is just learning like how to take those really small moments and make them like the stars in your life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So I don't know, like living for God doesn't have to be the most dramatic thing. I think that it can just come from like seeking out his will in the smallest thing. So yeah definitely um i took that you know taking taking circles around the altar literally like i was like man what am i doing with my time i need to be at that church praying like what am i doing with my energy like i I want my life i want these young years to be defined and remembered by his spirit and stuff and Mm -hmm. so i just did my best to make it as intimate and real with god as i could and like he showed up every time Mm -hmm. you know what i mean he mended that relationship i'm i'm living back at home with my family and they're like going to a different Pentecostal church right now. Like, and at that moment, like I'm totally content with where we're at, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. that's definitely one of them. And, and we were talking about this when we got coffee a few weeks ago, but, um, we were just kind of saying that, you know, a lot of, um, preachers or leaders and stuff don't necessarily talk about how to find like the specific will of God in your life. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to, to living for God or in a situation like this, you and God are the only ones determining what your life's going to look like. Mm -hmm. And that's now and that's forever. And so as far as that goes, I, I started just tapping into the resources in my life. Like I was driving with my pastor's wife a couple weeks ago and I just asked her, I was like, man, how did you and pastor know that? Like you're supposed to leave Ohio and come pastor church down here. Like where, where were you getting that from? And I was reading this book yeah. um, and it was talking about like the old Pentecost and, and how they made the um, the North Little Rock, Arkansas church. And yeah. just from, um, I think it's like Brother Holmes, like the AO Holmes, um, Bishop Holmes. But I was so fascinated with this book because they were talking about like how they found like the specific will of God and like the smallest things. And I was just so intrigued by that because I don't want to, I don't want to have to live the hard way. Like yeah. I always tell God when I'm praying, like, Lord... I can't afford to miss your spirit. I can't yeah. afford to have to live the, you know, learn the hard way. I can't afford to miss that next door that you've got mm-hmm. open for me. And so <clears throat> she told me, she was like, you know what? Like we just, we made a fleece before God. And she, that was the realest thing. And I even did it in my own life. This was a couple of weeks ago. And I just told God, like me and my boyfriend, he's been really looking for a job. Um, God told him to leave the job that he had before. And he's like, okay, I'm just going to leave. I'm going to move back home and I'm going to do what I need to do because he really felt like God was leading him to do that. And his pastor was totally on board and his parents and stuff. And so he's been in like this trial of just this waiting period and stuff. And so we just told Mm -hmm. God like, and this is definitely more personal and this isn't to say anything about myself, but it's just how to live for God when you're the only peg that you've got. And so we just told God, we're like, you know what? We're just going to fast until we get this answer. Like if you want us to pursue you know, X, Y, and Z, like in three weeks, we want you to show up. Mm -hmm. And so the second day God was like, boom. And he got exactly what he was looking for. Like he got that answer and stuff. And I think like really a fleece is what determines, you know, how you find God's will. And that's like a big Mm -hmm. risk to take to be like, you know what, God, I want to see your power revealed. I want to see your spirit revealed and just Mm -hmm. sitting back and being like, if you want me to 
you know, for some people be like, if you want me to take this position as a youth pastor, if if you want me to date this person, if this is your will for me to take this new responsibility or take this new job, then then X, Y, and Z, I want to hear it from my pastor or whatever. And God really honors that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But there's got to be that section of taking yourself apart out, out of it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's just kind of like my wow. little, little I, bit on I, that. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I think that... Uh, I think that the term, uh, you know, like fleecing God, it, it's, it is, it's a um, lost art. I feel it like. is. It really yeah. is. It, it, it takes, it takes a lot of faith. It takes a lot of, a lot of courage and so um, true. Um, you know, it's just, sometimes it can be tough where it's like, you know, God is here. God is here to supply our needs. And I think in a lot of ways, um, we can forget that because we, uh, we don't see our needs as important. And I feel like we lose that, like we, we, we lose that, that, uh, in, in with humility, like right. people define humility as not having a need too often and really humility. That's not what humility is. It's kind of like what Saul talked about last night with humility, uh, at our hyphen, hyphen devotions. It's, 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 uh, decreasing yourself in, 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 uh, in importance necessarily and how, and how important you think you are. And that's not to say that you don't think that you're important at all or to, you know, um, shame yourself or anything right. like that. But it's just recognizing your place and seeing who you are and, and not letting anything get to your head. But I think the deal is, is a lot of times it takes, um, it really does take just a complete leap of faith and um, and just humility yeah. to give up your need and give it to God and just be like, I know that this is what you, if this is, I know that this is what you want me to do, right. or I know that this is something <clears throat> that I'm passionate about. I know that this is something that I need. So I need you to give me an answer. Right. You know, I need, I need something and I know that you'll give me something and I know that you'll provide and I know that you'll give me these things. It's just a matter of trust. Um, I think one thing that I just kind of had come to mind, um, what, what what kind of what 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 passage or what verse or or what section of scripture? I know this isn't a question that we had for you, but um, what was something that's kind of got you through a lot of these tough times? Yeah, that's a super good question. Um, I actually have like one that I've really really held on to. It's Psalms twenty seven and eight, and basically part of it basically just says like, God, you told me to seek your face, and your face I will seek. And I think part of that is that obedience, but it's like that meeting in the middle. It's like the rendezvous type of place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, when you're talking about fleece, that's what it is too. It's, it is that humility, but it's that expectation. Mm-hmm. And when you start to understand that God responds to that, it's just like the most beautiful thing when you just take your hands off and you're like, Lord, I don't want to be led by my own emotions. I don't want to be led by my own logic. I always tell God, I'm like, Lord, don't leave me to my own devices. I don't want to be led you know definitely dead yeah i just i don't want to be led astray by you know and i'm pretty like i'm not trying to say anything but like i'm pretty tapped in like i don't i don't try to seek out things in a in a carnal fashion when it comes to Mm. god's will and stuff but yeah i just tell god like you've got to make yourself so apparent to me Mm. and so and i think that seeking his face is a very very delicate daily thing and so i think like like my big phrase in a prayer room is just like, I'll worship again. Like, Mm -hmm. that's it. You know what I mean? Like if I get a door slammed in my face, I'm going to worship again. If I get my answer, like I'm going to worship again. And so every day is just 
my chance to like fulfill that promise of like yeah. I'm here worshiping again. Yeah. I like that you yeah. said that. Yeah. Um um I think another thing that we um that we try to focus on because of our demographic is like um that that step and that that area between um being a youth and then being like an adult maybe like i guess i'd say i i'd phrase that as like um maybe 18 or 19 to like 22 23 24 25 um because around you know 25 26 that's when you should you know in theory you know start solidifying things in your life wow it's i said in theory (laughs) and siri popped up um but in theory you should start solidifying things in your life uh and obviously you can do it much earlier but i'm just thinking like for a lot of people um so what what is it i mean because you're 21 you said yeah and you're going to graduate this year Mm -hmm. right and i think all of us in this room are, are actually in this stage where we're transitioning between um being under uh the guy under the the guidance not really not that we're done but being strictly under the guidance of our parents and being in their house and right. and living the way that they that they have have taught us to live, and we're just transitioning now into adulthood to where, um, just like you mentioned earlier, you have to start making decisions for yourself as far as uh, your personal relationship with God and um, e- even your relationships in general. So, what is it, what has it been like for you um, transitioning between that I guess we call it youth and childhood to adulthood now? Um, okay, so I think that this topic can be really really stretched wide because everyone experiences that at a different rate I know, for sure yeah. yeah i know people that are like 16 who have like literally been on their own since then you know what i mean yeah right yeah. um so like not even in like a, a worldly aspect but just like spiritually taking that leap is a really big step because like i was saying before you don't really have a safety net like that's your pastor is not gonna be able to make every decision for you. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and there's like that moment where you have to do like the whole like mama bird thing where they like, or the eagle where they like drop their young and say like, are you going to fly on your own type of thing? And I yeah. think that at the end of the day, you have to live intentionally and know who you are. And I was just in psychology class today and they were actually talking about like an old Greek saying that said like, know thyself. And so mm-hmm. part of knowing yourself is, obviously knowing God because we're nothing if it wasn't for him mm-hmm. but you've got to know your dreams you've got to know your capabilities you've got to like everyone's hard on themselves but at the end of the day like you've got to know where your confidence is you know and and everyone struggles with that identity is a really big thing that as young people and and even in Pentecost and stuff we really do struggle with you know finding where your niche is and finding you know what your style is or what approach or in your ministry like how you're going to personify the anointing and who you are at the same moment but they're so intertwined and so I think taking that step out on yourself um number one the biggest thing that I've seen is like you should have complete peace like Mm. I'm not saying you need to have everything figured out because you don't God's God works in a way that like he's gonna make every situation his throne he's not gonna have a b and c all laid out before you take that step into adulthood adult wow I can't speak (laughs) adulthood or that next step you know what i mean yeah because he wants to be along the way with you to unfold those things yeah yeah right and so i think it's just kind of like i almost like picture like someone standing and they're just on this road and only sees like fog but they feel like that urge and that wooing of like take that step 
you know, like you're not going to have it all figured out. But just having that like, I know who he is, so I know who I am type of thing. Yeah. And just knowing like I've got to worship for myself. I've I've got to have my education or my career or, or, or my goals for myself, you know. And I think part of that too, and this is something that our pastor has really ingrained in, in, in me at least, but it's just been like the art of like stay classy. For all the people that have bought into you or invested in you or supported you, for me, it was like this couple at my church. I love them to death. Um, when I had first kind of left my parents' house, they took me in for like three months. Very, very um, humbling experience. God was really good through it all. Like we just have this awesome bond. They're like an older couple at my church and stuff. But I am who I am because of them. And I am who I am because my friend Talia, when I was first, you know, going to church and I was in my skinny jeans and I was in whatever, I was getting offered water polo scholarships at this time. Like, and she would just pick me up just unashamed and take me to Bible study like one to two to three times a week. Like we were just locked in. And so part of that is there's like this desire of just excellence and all excellence means. And I actually looked this up. um, I think it's in like the first or second chapter in Philippians, but, um, The word excellence basically just refers to like light shining on something and and having that like true appearance and also kind of like resembles like a flower unfolding. Having that like gracious element to your life and that place of excellence is not being picture perfect. It really just comes down to being super transparent, super humble and just pushing with everything that you've got in, in, in you. And so I think that taking that next step in your life, you have to gather a lot of inspiration on like, who am I? Who, what potential has my leader seen in me? Like, what, what do I have inside of me? I think that's like the first question you have to ask yourself before you even take any step is like, what, where am I going? What do I have inside of me? Like, am I being led by like just passion? Am I being led by obedience? Like, what is that element and stuff? So Mm -hmm. I think that everyone has a destination, but it really comes down to you and in, in finding what that is, you know? I, I totally agree with that. Um, I think that when you start to get to that point where you're making decisions, like yeah. lifetime or life-altering decisions about relationships, college, My career. whole life right now, those yeah. decisions. Right yeah, now. I know, because that's literally yeah. everyone in this room, that is the time that we're in. Like yeah. Yeah. The, the decisions that we make in the next couple of months or next couple of years will define a lot yeah, of what happens for the rest of us. Yeah, and you can't mess that up. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, for sure. And so in order to not mess that up, you know, don't lean on to your own understanding. Because you're not going to, at this age, we can't possibly know enough to make uh, decisions on our own. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You want to lean on your parents. You want to lean on the leaders in your life, right. your pastors, your, your mentors, and then obviously on God. And so um, definitely, I think um, it was... It was important that we have you on because I feel like even in the one or two conversations that we've had, I feel like you had a lot to give. And I, well, I, obviously our episodes are like 35, 30, 35 minutes. Yeah. I feel like you have so much more still um, that we're definitely going to try and have you back on um, again uh, soon. And um, we thank you for coming on and, yeah. and, um, and sharing your heart. I know. Like and when I was writing the questions and trying to figure it out, I I texted you I was like, "Is this okay? Do you feel comfortable?" Because, right. um, I want people to come into the podcast and we want people to come into the podcast and be comfortable and have a good time. But also like sometimes you got to be a little bit transparent yeah. and a little open. And what you say, someone listening might identify with that and that help them and right. that bring them more out of their shell or bring them more, you know, to to be more transparent in their own lives. And so I think 
when you make those sacrifices for yourself, um, you know, to better yourself, they also end up, you know, bettering other people. And so we thank you for coming on and, and sharing your heart with us. Um, what is your, where can we find you at on, on social media? Okay, so I'm a frequent flyer on the IG. The Hit IG. Me up. The, the Instagram. <laughs> the Instagram. Yeah, so um, my <laughs> username is Carissa underscore Waters. Carissa okay. is C-A-R-I-S-S-A. Not Walters. Not Walters. Not Walters. It not is Walters. I, I, I definitely yeah. put Walters in yeah. my phone. Well, I was like, it's me. definitely yeah. not Carissa Walters. I was like, it's definitely <laughs> Carissa For some Walters. reason, I feel like I saw that. Apparently, no. I didn't. Nope. Yes, so I didn't see that. Yeah, so it's Waters. Yeah, it's okay, y'all. My last name is fixing to change next year as well. Hallelujah. Okay. I like that. Uh, oh, did you want to shout him out? Logan, you're awesome. You're great. Not, yeah. not, 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 not this Logan that's standing around. This, this Logan's Although dope. he is awesome. Yeah. This Logan's my butt. <laughs> right. um, yeah, Logan Sargent, if you're listening, um, you rock. Which you should be because you, you yeah. know, should be a faithful. Yeah. Podcast listener, that, that you is, should. That you is should. Absolutely correct. Amen. Especially uh, this one. I mean, you know. Yeah. She's talking <laughs> you about think. you a little bit here. You think? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then for us, obviously, you can find us at uh, Manifest Podcast, and then Logan. Logan is Lorkel. And then you can find me at Furious Carl, uh, which might be changed. Might, might be changed. You might be able to find me at, at the Uncle Carl or Uncle Dot Carl okay. because I tried Uncle Carl and it, it, just do the Uncle Carl. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's way better. That's it's dope. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Well, I'll do another voting thing. You guys tell me. We'll do it. We'll do it on the page, and you guys tell us what what you guys think. Yeah. Um, the giveaway is still happening. Uh, yes. We're looking to get two hundred followers. Right? Yeah. Or, or yeah. Two hundred followers. Two hundred followers. And you have the chance to win a fifty dollar gift card. All you have to do is go on the page, go to that specific post, and add. Uh, is it three people? Yeah, I believe it's three people. Add three people repost um and then like and then follow us obviously and then in order to get more entries you can take a screenshot of an episode you listen to and then tag us in it and then you will get up to two uh up to two additional entries um thank you guys for listening this has been the manifest podcast i'm carl i'm logan and we're out Oh, 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 this is Carl. This is Chris. And that was a manifest. <laughs> hey. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like what you heard, please consider rating and sharing with friends.